PFT Media. You are now listening to Cinema Crespodiso. Previously on Cinema Crespodiso. Welcome to Cinema Crespodiso. They had to, no, literally, they literally, like, 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 like the nose. fire came. Whoa. We called nine one one immediately because he grabbed his face and ran to the back. Man, you should see yesterday. I had opened up all the doors, oh. got the temperature down to like sixty three degrees yeah, in here. So First, ridiculous. it hit sixty nine. I gave myself a high five, but <laughs> and then it kept going down. And I was like, yeah, yeah. And then it kept going and went all down to sixty three. I was walking around with my stocking feet. It was fantastic. All right. so, yes. I mean, the end game for them is the Infinity Wars. Okay. For Marvel. For Marvel. Okay. Mar- that, that's their end game. Everybody, their current end game. Yeah, they're all, you know, they're all, everybody's getting these fucking Infinity Gems here and there. Really? Blah, 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 blah. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the second I heard Guardians of the Galaxy, I fucking called this shit. You but, called but, it before Guardians of the Galaxy. You called it a while ago. Yeah, for sure. I take that. We've been, talk, we've been talking about Infinity Stones for a while on the show. Since it. the show started, we've been yeah, talking yeah. about Infinity Stones and Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. That so, it, that is Marvel's endgame for the foreseeable future. Chris Crespo Radio Show. Everybody likes it. Listen to his shit. Welcome to Cinema Crespodiso. Welcome to episode 316 of Cinema So The Lord doth say, if you blaspheme against <laughs> me, you shall be penalized with the curse of we, we've lost been, audio. We've been smitten, Chris. Oh, we have been been smited. Have been smited by the Lord. The Lord said, tell me who I shall smite <laughs> and consider them smoten. Uh, John 3.16 says, love the Lord and he shall allow your Adobe audition program. <laughs> Without question. So uh, we had a sacrilegious uh, fun 40 <laughs> minutes. It was, it was pretty good. It was awesome. It was golden. It was some damn good audio. We're doing a good show. And, gone. And it's gone. Part of the reason why we're doing a Patreon is so we could raise money to improve our equipment. But our, our Patreon continues to be unpatreonized. So uh, it's just a matter of time before we can just literally not be able to continue doing the show. Sign up for patreon.com slash so Give us money so we can prevent these types of things from happening in the future. Drew Sikogwin, how you doing? I'm doing, Chris. I'm here still again. Right? Thanks for, thanks for sticking <laughs> the first time. Thanks for sticking around. Ed is here. Ed Irvin from Save the Beer Union. Yes. How are you doing, Ed? Doing great. Um, well, we had some gold during that. <laughs> but, uh, stuff. It's all gone. Okay. Yeah. We're not going to repeat it. We're not, not no. going to repeat it. We're I can't gonna... say that Austin 316 bit. I mean, you can if you want to. I mean, but I'm afraid that uh, all of a sudden uh, the yeah. Lord will smite us again. Don't want to be smotting. Damn Steve Austin. Goddamn. That goddamn Lord and Savior. God damn Jesus Christ. <laughs> God damn Jesus Christ. God damn. So, so I did bring you some goddamn beers. You did. You did. Beers. You did. Uh, we drank most of them during the first Yeah, half. they were delicious. Terrapin WNB Coffee Oatmeal Imperial Style. WNB yes. Stadium 4. Wake and Bake. Yes. Yeah. Um, and they have rebranded mm-hmm. it this year in cans as Wake and Bake. Uh, they got censored a few years back. Which is why it was WNB originally. Yeah. yeah. Uh, originally it was coffee oatmeal stout then they did wake and bake for one year and then they had to once they went through their labels they made them change it yeah and now now that they've gotten they they were after so many fucking beer label names have changed they're mm-hmm. just like fuck it we want wake and bake back and the government allowed it damn straight I mean cause come on damn look at this government. you don't there's no weed reference on there there's a fucking turtle making cookies yeah you just wake up in the morning and go to the bakery yeah exactly he's wearing sunglasses you know but uh as I stated earlier this is a beer that actually changed a lot for me uh I didn't like coffee or anything, and I realized, uh, you know, trying this, really started to get into coffee, really found uh, those notes that, you know, I was like, this is pretty awesome. So when I first went up to Terrapin uh, with my my now boss, we uh, we stopped at Jittery Joe's, which provides the coffee. Yep. Um, and I tried the Wake and Bake blend, fell in love with it, bought a, bought a big pound of it, and took it home, and, you know, 
just kind of drank a lot of coffee, and nice. now I'm a coffee nerd. And you brought these from your personal stash. You got yes. boxes of beers, apparently, that you hide from people. Yeah, this and occasionally is the... you bestow upon uh, lucky souls such as us. Yes, and this is the 2014 version, the 10 year anniversary of this beer. Mm. Uh, so uh, yeah, you can, as you guys can tell, it ages pretty well. Oh, it tastes good. Yeah, I mean, uh, coffee notes. Fantastic. Yeah, I mean the coffee notes really come through. It's Great nice coffee. and nice and thick because it's yeah. the imperial stout. Perfect for this weather. It's rainy and cold it's outside. Uh, perfect day for an imperial stout, an oatmeal imperial stout. Yeah, well, you guys enjoy it while I'm enjoying this stupid fucking raspberry lime seltzer water. Mister Sober January over here, Fuck, man. man. Yeah, picked a month with 31 days. Ed, come on, buddy. Oh, and I'm going until February 2nd, too, because that's the date of the bus tour from Drink Volusia. Starting with Volusia Beer Week. Let's talk about that. VolusiaBeerWeek.com. Yeah. People can go there to check out all the events you guys got going on February 2nd to February 9th. PFT Media and State of the Beer Union, your yes. podcast, are sponsors of the show. Yes. Or of the festival. Yeah, so uh, actually all of Beer Week, uh, but uh, I, just, I just gave you guys the posters for uh, Volusia, or Deland yes. Beer Fest. Yeah, very cool posters. Nice. Very good quality. Yeah, so we've got uh, about three big events uh, going on throughout the week, plus uh, all the local breweries and stuff kind of put out their spe- their best releases and things during the week. Yep, uh, I'm going to be at five different places throughout uh, the week myself doing Tomoka stuff. But uh, on the big side, we've got our Drink Volusia bus tour, which will hit about seven different stops going mm. from Palm Coast all the way down to uh, New Smyrna Beach. Nice. Uh, we have our Brews and Bowties, which is a beer dinner, uh, something that... If you've ever really wanted to understand beer and food pairings and really try some rare stuff from local breweries, uh, this is your opportunity. It's a fun event, and uh, it's going to be held at the table in downtown Deland on February 7th. Uh, Leslie Joe, my co-host. She's hosting a comedy show. Yes, on February 6th at Abbey Bar downtown Deland. Excellent, excellent. Uh, Vince Taylor is going to be headlining, and uh, the lineup is on uh, shows by Leslie Joe on uh, Facebook. Right, she did change it to shows by Leslie Joe. Yes. Yes. Uh, that's her Instagram also. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, of course, the Deland Beer Festival, why we're all uh, talking about this. On Friday, the, that's that's the final day, the ninth. Saturday, right? the ninth. Saturday, the ninth. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, how many breweries? Uh, this will be our 10 year anniversary, which coincides with the beer I brought you. We have a 10 year beer. Um, this will be our 10 year anniversary of the Beer Festival. It was originally started by uh, Vinnie Morrissey and Todd Carpenter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vinnie Morrissey, Bessar Parat, and Todd Carpenter used to own the Abbey in Deland. Mm-hmm. Uh, we started this beer festival with about 250 people in attendance and probably about 40 breweries. We now have, uh, this will be the most we've ever had at about 110 currently. That's at least two more waiting to confirm. It's a ridiculous amount of beers. Impossible to <laughs> yeah. even sample all those. So you're going to show up and try your best. You could, you're you, waving all you, you could if you wanted yeah. to. But By showing I mean, up, you responsibility. No. Uh, you could drink a shot of water between each drink of beer. You'd still die. I mean, if you, if you, if you had one ounce of beer... From each of those places, that's a hundred and I guess one hundred and ten ounces. That's not too that bad. Much. That's not yeah. bad. I've done that on a uh, you know on a dare. You can yeah. do that. I mean, uh, I, I've uh, chugged sixty four ounces of beer before once. So. You chugged sixty four ounces. Don't imagine doing that twice. Yeah. yeah. Well, don't chug them though. You spread out over I mean, the number a full of hours. Make, of, uh, no, no, no. Just go get a sample from each place. Yeah. Mix it all into a pitcher oh, ooh, and just a rah. All right, it'll be it'll be in all sorts. Now this guy's being a madman. I did a full pitcher of Tampa Bay's Reef Donkey Pale Ale. So I mean, come on. Oh yeah, same thing. Oh, yeah, hey, oh, yeah. good stuff though. Sixty-four ounces. So, uh, if people uh, use uh, the code PFT, yes, at checkout, yeah, you get five dollars off of your ticket for the uh, Deland Beer Fest. Exactly, which is very cool. Um, it's gonna be a fun time. Uh, it's rain or shine. Sometimes I think it's a little bit more fun when it's uh, kind of raining. Sure. Because it's just, we all have a good time. All the brewers just kind of... Yeah, everyone's outside having fun playing in the rain. And I'm thinking of buying <coughs> some trash bags uh, just to in sell case. as uh, ponchos. Yeah. You make some good money doing that. <laughs> yes. That's smart. But uh, I don't think it's going to rain. The weather looks pretty good right now. Yeah. Uh, but uh, also, we will have a live State of the Beer Union uh, panel hosted by Leslie Joe herself. Excellent, uh, yes. Talking to five to, or uh, five of the local brewers mm-hmm. of uh, Volusia County, including Pete Sunio from Tomoka Brewing. Excellent. Uh, we have Persimmon Hollow. I can't remember who will be there for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, as well as, I believe, uh, da- Daytona Beach and a couple other local breweries. But Leslie that is, will be doing that. That's fantastic that uh, you guys are so involved with so many of those things. Yeah. Um, looking forward to, to getting getting see to get some video. Oh, see, we'll be in China. Getting, we got to do something. Yeah, I think we're going to have Steve, it. Steve, what is, what is culture? Oh. Yeah, yeah. And all, you know, this whole time I just horizons. keep making fun of him and making bare naked ladies jokes because I'm always just like, make sure you get the chickadee chicken, 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 Chinese, Chinese chicken. chicken. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, that stupid chicken. Yeah. <sighs> God damn it! It's been one week since you told me about that. 
Uh, it's been one week since uh, Chickadee China. Evolutionbeerweek.com. <laughs> PFT at checkout gets you $5 off the Deland Beer Fest yes. Festival. And uh, But check out all the the awesome things they got going on. The comedy show, the uh, the panel, the the bus tour, etc., etc. Evolutionbeerweek.com. Yep, evolutionbeerweek.com. And, uh, you know, pretty much from there you can find everything. Yeah. And, uh, and State of the Beer Union. Listen to State of the Beer Union, people. It's a good show. I enjoy it very much. Aww. You guys get brewers in there and people just love beer and comedians and all the different sorts of uh, fun guests. Yeah. And uh, uh, I think it's a good show. I think I enjoy yeah, it. And we've been experimenting a little bit more since the last time we, when we all came in here and did the uh, segment ideas. Mm-hmm. So we started a new uh, music to drink beer, too. Yes, so yes, we that's have. Been yeah. fun. That's been um, fun. It's fun. The last one we did with uh, Nora from Nora's Sugar Shack, which will be up next week. And uh, we kind of just played a little bit of the song she suggested. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got off on a rant about movies, and it made me think of you. Hey, there we go. Got on a rant about Ghostbusters. So There we go. A lot nice. of Ghostbusters talk lately out yes. there in the in the movie world with that trailer coming out. The teaser. Yes, not I'm even excited. Showing, not even showing any real footage. I bet you that shot's not even in the movie. Probably not. Um, say the reunion people listen to it it's available on all sources Spotify PFT Media yeah everywhere you go Uh, PFT Media is always my preferred choice for it Um, I use an app called Podkicker that uh, helps me find it uh, through through an iTunes search as well okay cool Podkicker's good I've seen us on uh, Google Play. I thought that was pretty badass. Yeah, Google Play. Now it's uh, Google Podcasts. Yeah, they have Google their own Podcasts, app now that yeah. you can use. Google Podcasts. Uh, laughable, if that's still a thing. I think uh-huh. our shows are on there. I have no idea. That's an Apple-only thing. So when you only do Apple-only, it's hard to get traction. Yeah. Um. So, uh, like I said, we recorded a good solid 40 minutes. And actually, for, for this week, just... For the sake of it, we even recorded things backwards, where I was going to do the emails in the first half and the movie reviews in the second half. Yeah. So but. because since we <laughs> did the the emails, the emails we we've burned all those topics, they're dead. So I just want to Gone. give shout outs to Cremella. Thanks. For with Cremella, we'll we'll do the top twelve again for our bonus episode. Okay. We'll run we'll run through again for our bonus episode. We go to Patreon.com/slash/CrestBuddies. So we need your monies. We need the monies, as this episode shows you. Um, shout out to Gabe. Who was just encouraging people to get on that hundo. Get on it. Hashtag Crespo Hundo 2019. Watch 100 movies new to you. Use the hashtag. It's like two movies a week, guys. Two movies a week. You can do it. Twitter, Instagram, or our Facebook group, Cinema Crespo. So, and uh, we're all having a lot of fun doing it. And then, uh, shout out to Leslie Joe. She sent us an email with a, a very long, involved question about yes, what movies will we live in and what, what actors will we change, change about it. And, and I just, I just want to make the movie say. better. It ended up with a, Termi- a version of Terminator 2 that had Hulk Hogan versus Lou Ferrigno. It was ridiculous. And Leonardo DiCaprio is John Connor. Yeah. I mean, John Connor. Could, could you just imagine? Drew was living in Inception. Huh? Every time there's a, a wrestler in a movie... They always end up hitting their special move. You know, At least like, once. Like oh, dude, the, the Rock used to rock bottom people yeah, all in every time. movie. Yeah, yeah. Every time. Yeah. So now, could you imagine Hulk Hogan dropping the uh, the leg on Lou Ferrigno? Yeah, that'd be great. That would be yeah. great. Or Lou Ferrigno, uh, he doesn't have Hulking out? Yeah, he'll just paint yeah. him green. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And they go, ah, and then it's like, what is, dude, this is not <laughs> And then he just... People be, used to watch this for, for on a regular? For and then for Bixby would just be like walking down the road with his thumb out and going... Sad. All in denim. So basically Terminator 2 would be Hulk versus Hulk Armageddon. I don't know. Which I'm fine with. Yes. I'd be totally fine with that. Thank you, Leslie, for such an involved... Leslie, it was good. Thank you for your email. These people never hear it. Sorry we're not going to redo it, but you know... We love you. This computer hates me. Or was it the Lord, our Savior, Jesus We've Christ? been smitten. We've been smitten. We've been smote. We made way too many uh, jokes about way too many Jesus and jokes. It was good. And all the, I think that's what they did the community <laughs> wafers. So if you know what, it's not repeat. <laughs> so no snorting community wafers. No getting high on Jesus. Nope. No. No. <laughs> no. Getting high on the Lord. Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Um, ooh, Apple software update once they kick in. That's a perfect thing. Oh. Trying to do stuff. Okay, you know what? Um, so unfortunately we're not going to redo the emails and it's going to be a shorter show because I have another recording scheduled at 3.30 um, so we are going to do our movie reviews and some movie news but before we do that Drew let's play that Billy D said to the movies Yes, and then we'll come right back to do our review of the Polish film Cold War and we'll explain why we're even, we even went and saw the movie in the first place okay correct so here we go let's jump to Billy D real quick There is only one God, and his name is Death. And there is only one thing we say to Death. I want more life. Welcome to Billy D's Death at the Movies. 
What is up, my dudes? Another super cold week passed up here with the exception of one weird day where it rained and was like 60 degrees. What the fuck? Anyway, on Monday, I watched a documentary on Netflix called Abducted in Plain Sight. This simple action of pushing play on a random crime documentary derailed my whole week. The story in this film is so unbelievable and incredible, I'd just be like, you know, doing something and remember that this happened and just have to stop whatever it was I was doing and say, what the fuck? This is the story of two families in Utah in the early 70s, the Brobergs and the Birchtolds, and how Bob Birchtold completely upended the lives of everyone. Every time you think this story can't get more fucked up, it just spirals further down the rabbit hole. It gets crazier and crazier. Absolute must watch. On Amazon, I watched First Reformed, an interesting slow burn drama that I thought was very good, but just didn't work for me. Ethan Hawke is awesome. Amanda Seyfried is great. Hell, even Cedric the Entertainer is very good. Schrader makes some really interesting choices, and the story makes a point, but it just fell short of being great for me. Definitely check it out. I also rented Buy Bust On Demand. This is a low-budget Filipino siege movie. This movie's oddly funny, thrilling, and heavy. It takes a bit of a commitment at over two hours, but I never felt bored watching the SWAT team fight their way out of a slum outside Manila. I liked it a lot. Stay cool, Billy D. What up, dude? How you doing, buddy? We're back again for the very first time. Ninth, twelfth time, whatever the fuck is going on, I have no idea. This is a weird show. It's a weird show, Ed. How you feel, buddy? Pretty Pretty damn good. Oh yeah, I got my new bit. Sam, it's Ricky. Sam, the Decepticons are coming. Sam, but first, Sam, would you like to hear my impression of the way the Rock Johnson? Sure. Okay. Go ahead. Sam, can you smell what the Rock is cooking? That was pretty good, right? And Sam, it's Ricky. Sure. Okay, here comes the Decepticons. You gotta enunciate the, yeah. the L on smell. Are you gonna smell? You gonna tell Optimus Prime that his <laughs> impressions are bad? Yes. Wait, this, he'll, he'll this, this is this is this is Optimus. Yeah, it's Optimus Prime. I, I thought it was. Uh, it's Optimus Prime. Those impressions. Doesn't sound like Optimus. Sam. It sounds it sounds much like more like uh, the, the Decepticons. What the fuck is his name? Leonard Nimoy. Leonard Nimoy. What? Spock as a transformer. Transformer. Live long, live long and deceive, prosper. I'm, Decept. I'm a robot that's shutting down my battery. Yeah. Sing the song, Chris. Sing the did song. Did you get your Energon cubes? I did it already. Did that another time. Energon, the Energon cubes. That's a Transformers reference. Yeah. Yes, that's a Transformers. Also, a community reference at one point. Well, I mean, you got it from Transformers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But no, he was like, uh, "What was it? Uh, just for questioning my my Buddha level, you owe me four four thousand Energon cubes." <laughs> how, 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 how can you get someone? There's only cubes? one. Uh, it's it's the cube. Before we do our movie reviews, and you say you had some more beers, I need another beer. I'm out of beer now. I got all stressed out from the crash first half. I drank that Imperial Stout. I'm all hopped up on nine percent booze. You don't have Steve Vecchi here to hand us these drinks. Nine percent booze and malt. Oh, what oh, is it? A can. Here we go. Oh, yes. Tomoka Brewing Company. Mother Fuggle. Yes. Six point one ABV. Yeah. All right. Tell us about this one, buddy. It's so. This is uh, our uh, mother fuggle, okay. English pale ale. Okay. Uh, fuggle being a type of hop. Okay. And uh, just one day, kind of walking into the brewery, I was joking about this beer name I had an idea for. Mm-hmm. Two weeks later, uh, or actually a month later, I walk in for work, and there it is on the board. Motherfucker. Uh, so, yeah. it's, it's on the board. Motherfucker. Yeah. So we don't really, uh, the cans are actually, we sell these in-house at the brewery uh, because all of our other labels look a lot different. Mm-hmm. And uh, just kind of wanted to do something special for, you know, for a brewery only release. Uh, I think this is really good. We've actually kind of modeled it. Uh, it's a little more uh, modeled it after a regular, uh, like an English style pale ale. So uh, it's a little hop or not too hoppy. The hops actually have more of an earthy kind of flavor to them as opposed to your traditional citrus. Okay. Uh, from oh yeah. American style. Oh, that is, man. 
I normally don't like very hoppy beers, but this is fucking delicious. Yeah, it's it's not like yeah because a lot well, of only, that it only has sixty six BTUs. It's motherfucking delicious. <laughs> nice. Shout out. Sir. I don't even know what that means. The, the Steve, Steve the layman edgy calls the IBUs BTUs. I don't even know what that means. The international bittering units. Ah, so the, so the less bittering units, the, the less show. bitter yeah, the I show. Was, is. I was gonna say the beer the, union. The less I was gonna say you also talked is. to Tom. I get it. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Gotcha. So they tried to. Uh, I like IB. I like small IBUs. You like you, you like beers with lower yep. IBUs. Lower yeah. IBUs. <laughs> I wonder how much is the IBU in the uh, the back in the day IPA. I don't know. Uh, I think it's like fifty five somewhere in there. See, there that's, See that's, that's why one. I like it. That's why it's for the non IPA drinkers. Mm-hmm. This one a little bit higher, but sixty six, not too bad. It's good. It does. Uh, and yeah. then, it's very citrusy. You know, and sometimes you, you get one of these, and uh, the, the, you get hit with the the, the delicate. Aromatics of pine salt. Yeah, yes. exactly. The aromatics of pine salt. Yeah. It correct. does have that citrusy note, but it's not as piney. It has a little more earthy background to it. No, I no. like it. English, English pale. This English is very much. It's, it's looked to be a little bit more malty than. Yeah, this is. I mean, this is great beach beer. Exactly. Hundred percent. I'd love to see us do another can design for it to have it just uh, so it feel right. Keeping yeah, because yeah. we do a new another pale ale called Hops of Thunder, which has like a. Our cartoon almost looks like Lightning McQueen on it. Okay, uh, oh, yeah. with the number sixty-nine, of course. Of course, of course, uh, but, of course. You know, of course. You know, of going back to our, uh, you know, because we are so close to the racetrack. Hops of Thunder, Days of Thunder. Yeah. Save me, Tom Cruise. I do like the design. I, I, I like the color purple and all that. I do feel like this, the tasting this though, and speaking of like summer and the can mentions the grapefruit aroma. Like yeah. the design could have been maybe a brighter design, yeah, a more summery design, maybe some water. We already have a well with Oceanside. We already have a pink can on good, the water. Though. So yeah. oh, dude, there, that's yeah, right. So you do. You yes, you do. Absolutely. Yeah. You guys do hit that uh, the Oceanside, the water stuff yeah. already pretty hard. And because uh, you know, so you do Fuggle is a type of hop. You know, we kind of thought a hop rocket being close no, I like to, the hop rocket. That's great. Yeah, being close to the beat or close to uh, the Cape. I love know. the I love the hop rocket. I think yeah. it's fantastic. Actually, uh, this is this is a good beer. It's good. Thank you so much for yeah, bringing no us, problem. buddy. Thanks for. Uh, Bringing me in, and you know, I can't be a beer per- or a beer guy uh, if I don't bring beer to you. Yeah, you'd be, you'd be fire. I would be disappointed. Uh, twice now, we've had the hummus guy on here. No hummus. Yeah. What? No Jesse, hummus. Jesse Wolf. Yeah. Uh, he's the uh, Odang right? guy. Yeah. Right? Odang Fuck. Guy. Yeah. I, I've been wanting to try. I can't find his stuff. Uh, it's at Publix. It's right at Publix here. and Walmart now. I, I keep going into my Publixes and I don't see him, but then yep. I'm in the land. You might have to yeah. ask. You might have to ask for it. He is pretty spread out in Publix. Uh, but like what Odang. times? What times? Come on. It's like we're, we're up. God damn it. I, like, bought, I bought pita chips and pretzels, pretzel steaks. I want some hummus. I want some free hummus. Uh, or Shark Tank exposure, either or. I can't get either one of those right now. Nope. We got to get on Shark Tank to sell. To sell a failing media company? Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're, not failing. we're not failing. The media company's not failing. Our Patreon's failing. <laughs> Our Patreon is fully failing. We are not failing. Uh, as a media company, we are merely floundering. <laughs> um... <laughs> Flopping around, you know, almost dead. It's but still early bad. on. Come on, it's still you know the the, the so growing pain. Got a little bit of time. Little, oh, yeah, man, so painful. <laughs> yes. So painful. Okay. Um. Let's see. Let's do the movie reviews first. Drew, we went and saw Cold War. We did. Cold War is playing over at the Enzian Theater, our local art house nonprofit oh. theater. Black and white Polish film. That's the love story of two people who reconnect over and over over the course of what like 10 12 the years cold war during the cold war over uh, the course of the cold war of, uh, well, <laughs> i mean and there are sec- shitty places in the cold war too part like, of the cold like war like poland they're only part of the cold war yeah it's mostly poland france uh uh yugoslavia yeah yugoslavia. i prefer my wars lukewarm yeah you know? i like a nice hot war where I, at least i can see it incoming yeah yeah um so it's about a, a polish a, a polish composer and an, and a singer and dancer and a singer and dancer who's just a peasant girl mm. pulled from the dirty ranks of the peasants who are all auditioning to be part of some sort of you the, know basically the presentation the, yeah like the the national presentation yeah. of song and dance I guess and this guy's, so their version of the USO kind of yeah and this yeah. guy's putting together a thing that's based on like peasant uh, art peasant music so he's looking for peasants so he meets this girl this blonde girl uh, he likes her so they end up fucking. And, uh, <laughs> and then everything much, goes to shit. And then everything goes to shit after that. And then they reconnect over the next 10, 15 years. And they keep fucking. In, in different plates around Europe. And, 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 and he's like, and she's the love of my life. And then they. She's uh, the same way. And, but every time they fuck, awful things happen. Awful things happen. And they spend time together. They're like, maybe we don't like each other. But then they sense 
time apart from each other. And they're and like, like oh, we I miss each other. Oh, we're in love. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's 90 minutes of like saying love is a pain in the ass. Yeah. Love is a big, big, big old, fat pain. Big fat pain. Uh, you might as well kill yourself. Yeah. I think that's what the movie's trying to say. I'll tell you what, though. The, um, Fucking equals pain. So when they did, in the beginning of the Thank movie, you, they. Thank they, you very much. They used the same song over and over again. Oi, oi, oi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that song. The I think the best version of it was the the jazzy one when she was in Paris yeah. doing the the sexy voice, the French version. Song. It was that was really good actually. Like, <laughs> yeah, they played it two or three times yeah. in like two languages. Yeah, it was really good. Oi, oi, oi. A lot of music in this movie. It reminded me in some ways of the movie Roma, Alfonso Cuarón's Roma. Okay, both in black and white. Uh, both, was it? But both was, about relationships. Was Roma as strikingly beautiful as this movie Roma, was? Because holy, holy shit, Chris! For a fucking black and white yeah, movie, they're these, both gorgeous. They're they are masters of lighting. Well, that's what I'm saying. Black and white makes you make makes things inherently better looking. So Roma and Cold War are both gorgeous films. They're, only there's, there's, there's only one part of the Cold War that I thought just stood out as super ugly, and I think it was just because it was the night shot. The night shot of Notre Dame at night. Yeah. When they were on the boat, yeah, it had the circle from the light on it, so it looked like fucking uh, Blair Witch. Oh, I was like, no. "This is Blair Witch." For for ten seconds, I'm in the Blair Witch movie, yeah. not this movie anymore. Pretty, yeah, it was pretty weird. It was looking. weird. Yeah, uh, it was the angle and everything. Well, because it was probably the worst lit part of the whole thing. Uh, yeah, it's a gorgeous movie, and uh, Robert's a gorgeous movie, and they both feature characters like playing instruments and looking right at the camera and singing a song yeah. and stuff like that, and. Uh, it was fine. I thought it was fine. What'd you think? You think it was? I thought I, I I thought I thought it was strikingly beautiful. Yeah. Uh, most of the music I really wasn't into, except for like I the said, jazzy the, stuff. The, the the French jazzy stuff. Yeah. Uh, was I traditional. thought that stuff was was very very good. I like that it was ninety minutes. It's a quick movie. I'm I'm glad it was ninety minutes. I was, uh, I was like, all oh, this thing's over. It's yeah. uh, I think the chick kind of looks like J- Jessica Chastain. I thought she looked like a uh, Polish Jennifer Lawrence. I thought that was Polish Jessica Chastain. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, I mean, she's got the chops. I'm sure she'll All be. All the acting was fine. Or yeah. was a good actor, actress. Actually, and I I understand why this was nominated for a lot of Oscars. Nominated for best director. Nominated for best foreign film. I get it. So that's why we checked it out because uh, for Oscar. I mean, in all reality, if that if if that's the best foreign film that was made last year, congratulations. They made it. They made a pretty good movie about something I don't really care about. Yeah, yeah, about uh, lovers. In the, in who the, can't be together in post World War Two Europe, but try to be together yeah. while one's in exile. They're like, "We'll send you back to Warsaw." Oh, the ending was the best part. The very, very end. The very, all of it. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. That was great. And then ended. Everyone in the theater was like, "Man," as we were walking out of a packed theater. Yeah, uh, we were walking out of a packed theater, mostly older white people. Uh-huh. I heard some people being like, like "Yeah," like grumbling, yeah. like oh, that ending, that yeah. movie. And then I also heard one person being like. An older, older guy going, wow, what a what a powerful movie, no. huh? Like, what a movie. So no. it's a very divisive type of thing. You no. know? We're not everyone saw the same thing. Even no. though we're all watching the same movie, not everyone saw the same thing. Okay. I he, can tell you that uh, uh, maybe it's just my state of mind at the time, you know, with the dabs and the, what, what we were talking about beforehand. Yeah. But for most of the movie, I was like, man, where are we, we going to go eat dinner? <laughs> we're going for, for the most time do I want a giant meatball on mo- my face mo- most of the time I was watching the movie I was just like god black and white movies look so pretty black and white movies are gorgeous it makes me think of how uh, Martin Scorsese said um, uh, someone told uh, when people tell him like oh Raging Bull the beginning it's gorgeous it's a gorgeous movie we love the beginning of Raging Bull he goes he's like of course you think it's gorgeous I shot it in black and white. It's in slow motion, and I'm playing classical music behind it. Yeah. Like it's specifically designed to elicit the, these emotions, yeah. and it works. Uh, it's like it's it, he says it in a way, but it's to be like I'm cheating you. No, yeah, you know? it's, it's yeah. like playing Led Zeppelin. Yes, <laughs> yes, it's like playing Led Zeppelin in your movie. That's cheating. <laughs> or picking Led Zeppelin is like this is my favorite band. It's like, no shit. Everyone's favorite band. They're the basis of rock music for the last fifty years. Yeah, I mean, it did make Thor more fun. That's what I'm saying. When they showed up in when they showed up in Thor, it was just like. Times. Thank, yes. When they re- yeah. never, never reuse a song unless you're reusing some Led Zeppelin. Yes. Thank you, Ed. You're so correct. Uh huh. I mean, Hammer of the Gods. Uh, when they use it in School but of Rock, it's fantastic. Anymore. No, he, he doesn't. doesn't need it though. One night, he's got a new hammer. He's got Slash X, Storm Stormbreaker, Breaker, right? Yeah. He's missing an eye, so it's cool. No, it's got it's got a back. He's got a new eye. Remember, he's got a Rocket Raccoon. Rocket Raccoon has up his butt. Yeah, I know, but still. 
It's a fake eye. It's a fake eye. So it's a one eye, a fake eye, one eye, God. They'll never mention it again, so... No, they won't. As far as... It's canon, not canon. No. They can ignore it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we saw Cold War. It was okay. We'll talk about maybe a little bit more when we do our bonus episode doing our Oscar picks. Yeah. I mean, that's my pick for best foreign film. Right have there. you seen Robo? No, I haven't. Ah. And I don't plan on it, so. Whoa. Fair <laughs> um, okay, guys. I went and saw, speaking of Oscars, one of the announced the Oscars. And like I said, we'll get more in depth in that in a, in a bonus episode. But um, they did the, the they did eight movies this year are nominated for Best Picture. Mm-hmm. And I had seen seven of them. So in order to see the eighth, make it complete, went and saw Green Book, starring Mahershala Ali as Dr. Don Shirley, the pianist. And that's what he is, a pianist. He was, he was, he was uh... He was in, uh, what was it, Netflix, uh, Luke Cage. Luke Cage, yes. He was yeah, uh, uh, a bad guy. Cottonmouth. Cottonmouth, yes. Fantastic yeah. he's, he's, the, he's the new lead in... Uh, True Detective, Detective, season three. He's and, a great actor. Right, he is. He's fantastic. He was he, great in Moonlight. He was great in Moonlight. I believe he won for Moonlight. Did he not win a... Yeah, actor? well, I think every, everybody won everything for Moonlight. There we go. So, uh, he is in this one as a virtuoso piano player... Who, uh, as a, uh, a black gentleman, feels the need to uh, do a tour of the Deep South Ooh. in the '60s oh. in order to help change the hearts of of those. Uh, you right. know, so you're white, saying white, white devil, white devil. You, you're saying he, he wanted to get lynched? Yes, he is, he's trying that. So in order to not get lynched. He needed a man to escort him, to drive him and escort him to keep him safe. And a Quinto Ocha? He, white he, devil? He needs a white devil to protect him from the white devils. He, he needs an army of white devils. Throwback to the lost audio. Throwback to the lost audio. We talk about white devil, mm-hmm. lost audio. Maybe we know the reason why. We should stop talking about these things. Yes, we should. <laughs> and, uh, Hell Satan. Hey, oh, boy. Dude, there's what? actually a prayer line up in, uh, I heard this on This American Life episode, where people would call and leave uh, voicemails. For their wishes for Satan, and at the end of every one of them, like one of them was like, "I want my enemies to be destroyed." Hail Satan! <laughs> there you go. Yeah, destroying thine enemies. Yeah. I found and then that. there was someone where I asked, like one guy was like, "I really need you to help me get my first job ever. I don't know what I'm doing." Hail Satan! <laughs> Hail Satan! We'll, we'll make sure to hail Satan, and we'll see if uh, this audio survives the end of this. Uh, <laughs> Um, so yes, he wants to. He needs protection, so he hires a driver. The driver is this gentleman named Tony Vallalonga. Vallalonga played guess, by Vigo Mortensen. Let me guess. Only he's only slightly racist, and by the end of the movie, he's not racist anymore. Oh, this movie is very predictable. Yeah. So, but at the beginning, he's more than slightly racist. He's, no. a, he's him and his Italian family are extremely racist in the beginning of the movie. So the, the, the Wops are racist against the Negroes. <laughs> yes, yes. The is that day, what you're saying? The Dagos hate the Cullens. Mm-hmm. It's really bad. Um, but then when that WAP goes to the south and he, a cop asks him and he tells him, he, what kind of name is Vallelonga? He tells him it's Italian. He's like, oh, well, you're a half N-word yourself yeah. or whatever. So it does <sighs> get into how in the 60s, uh, Italians and a real quick line about the Irish, uh, all Irish being cops or whatever, mm-hmm. um, shows how like ethnic whites were not, uh, accepted no. as the Anglo-Saxon, uh, whites of the day. And that only became an issue with the civil rights movement and the war on poverty and all this other crap. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yes, Drew, it's very obvious where over the two months of him being in the employ of Dr. Shirley and mm-hmm. also, of course, seeing him play the piano. Hey, Chris. I'd be like, this guy's amazing. He, he uh, miraculously stops being late. Right? Hey, Chris, what, what sounds do Italians make? So there's <laughs> uh, also... <laughs> Uh, Mahershala's great in it Vigo's great in it but it, it's like a very caricature like it's so stereotypical everything about the movie is just so very much like you know where it's going you know where every character is coming from nothing about it is surprising uh, everything is so delivered and then also makes sense why it's nominated for a whole bunch of awards mm-hmm. yeah. because it's just so it's like, one of those it, pa- it panders to the award system it's, it panders to the old white people who want to be able to nominate something that makes them feel like better about them so they, like this movie is saying something socially meanwhile there's already Black Klansman and Black Panther already say more about race in America than, yeah. than Green Book does. oh yeah um, Green Book's also a fr- it's interesting that they title Green Book in the marketing that they never explain why it's called Green Book. Green oh, Book is yeah. the Green Book motorist guide for uh, color travelers yes. who oh. would use it to know what, what Where it's safe and not and, to die. Yeah, and what hotels they can stay yeah, in. Yeah, I thought in the, the theatrical preview, because I think it was on, I think that was before Aquaman, okay. uh, 
that it was you know that it mentioned what the green book was oh yeah but to me it kind of looked like a it kind of looked like a reverse driving miss daisy but with a white guy yeah you know, instead of a female yes yeah it's solely driving miss daisy 2019 it's okay. all, it totally but it's, is it's driving uh, mr it's driving uh, mr daisy yeah it's the reverse it's right but it's the same thing it's the reverse but it's the same thing also the brother of dr don shirley has come out and said these people have not consulted us in making of this movie. They didn't ask about Dr. Don Shirley. This movie is a lie. So, like, it's in the trailer. It's in the movie, obviously. Uh, there's a scene where Vigo Morton said he's driving a car and he's eating Kentucky Fried Chicken because they pass through Kentucky. He's like, oh, you got to eat this chicken, Doc. And the doctor's like, don't you, I don't eat, I've never yep. eaten fried chicken. We do not live a homogenized existence. Oh, blah, blah. The brother comes out. He's like, of course my brother ate fried chicken. Everyone eats fried She's chicken. Delicious. It's delicious. It has nothing to do with... Uh, yeah. He's like, of course, my brother knew who Chubby Checker was and, and Lionel Richie and all, not Lionel, Little Richard and all this stuff. And um, so he's saying it's like the way they presented his brother is not fair to his brother who's dead. Yeah. And then it's also weird that this movie is the main character is Viggo Mortensen's character, Tony Vallelonga. Oh, okay, is the main character. You don't even see Don the Don Shirley character. It's like 10, 15 minutes into the movie. That's weird. It's all about how this white dude was becomes uh, racist. is becomes less racist by being like a great friend to this uh, black guy who needs friends because he's very lonely and on the top of his uh, the king is lonely in his castle mm-hmm. type of yeah. thing you know but I it mean, does make him get out of the car and pick up that thing he threw out the you know, pick up that chicken bone no not the chicken bone the he beer can like a, the, 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 the the paper cup. Yeah, he threw out a paper cup. He was fine with him throwing out chicken bones because that's funny. But yo, pa- uh, paper cup. He's like, pick that up. Pick up the paper cup. Paper cups are more biodegradable than the plastics we use today. Here's the thing with the movie: it's got a lot of jokes that are very they're, they're funny. It's a funny joke. The relationship between the two characters is fine. I like their friendship. It's a fine enough made movie. You know, it's like yeah. I understand why people like it. It's not that great. Yeah, it's not bad, but it's not that great. Do you think it'll win anything, Oscar? Season? It could win a couple things. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I gotta look at the list. I gotta take a good look at the list. Maybe acting. Maybe Mahershala for best supporting actor. It's possible. So he'll get a double? Yeah. A couple years in a row. Because that's another thing. Name, he's the rec- be- a he, name recognition he, type of deal. He's the best supporting actor two years in a row. It's possible. It's possible. It should have been his character's movie, though. His character's far more interesting, Don Shirley, than yeah. Tony, Tony the Lip. Oh, it's like I'm a doorman at the Copacabana. My mom, my um, <laughs> Alright, so let's see here. Where did I got an email with all my movie news? I have a whole bunch of movie news here. Not a whole bunch. I have a couple movie news here. You got some. I got a couple. We have movie news. I have a movie news here. Oh, maybe it's still in my draft folder. Uh, did you guys know? No. That China paid uh, the industry, the film yes. industry. Yes, right? They're know. controlled by the government. I know this story. You know the story? Mm hmm. Chinese film industry is controlled by the government. Yeah. They owe, uh, they got to pay a lot of tax dollars to the government to make their movies. So what they've been doing is something called, and then this is what they call it, so it's not racist. They call it this. Yin-yanging contracts. Mm-hmm. When you yin-yang a contract, you write up one contract for your actors, your directors, for everyone, and it says this person got paid X amount of dollars. Right. And then you have that person sign a real contract that says this person's actually getting paid X, much bigger X. This X is huge. The X, the smaller X, gets sent to the government for tax purposes. The bigger X, it's just not that much. It's what we're actually going to pay. Mm-hmm. This is why people like Fan Bing Bing got busted and had to pay millions of dollars in back taxes. You mean $1.7 billion industry wide? That's the entire industry. So what had happened was Fan Bing Bing was made. Was. What happened was she got arrested, detained by the government. She got released like weeks later with a statement saying, "Oh, I fucked up, blah blah blah. I'm paying back the money. I'm very, I brought shame to my country, my industry." Mm-hmm. Then the government sent out notices to everyone, essentially, to the Chinese film industry, saying, "Hey, just so you guys know, we're going to be cracking down on the books next year. So you have until the end of this year to pay back any money you think. You can you know, just check your books. If you think you may, have, they're being nice. You think you owe some money?" Why don't you give it to us before go, we break your fucking legs? Go ahead and figure out before how we much. You yeah, yeah, figure out how much you think. Is that, uh, that's Japanese triads. Before oh, we the triads, the triads. Right, my bad. So figure out how much you owe. I'm us. white. I'm pay, sorry. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Figure out how much you got to pay, and then at 1.7 billion dollars, the film industry has paid the Chinese government or it plans to pay yeah. them for unpaid taxes. A uh, quick question before you move on. Quick answer. Uh, how much of a how, are, are, what are the chances that Etchy's going to really fuck up in China and uh, get arrested? Yes, 
Man, hopefully his sister like keeps a close sign on him. It's all, it's all her idea. You, you know, know he has to buy his shirts with no slogans on them, right? Yeah, apparently. Yeah. yeah. Is that for real? Did he yeah. check Snopes for that? <laughs> Um, I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking. We're heard, gonna have no co-host. Uh, I'm for just. The first I'm just afraid episodes. he's gonna no, starve over there. Like I said, he's the CEO. Oh yeah, no rice. He can eat rice. Has he had ramen? I mean, or just like noodles? He could do noodles. You need rice. White rice. He's fine with rice. Yeah, okay. He's a white, okay. a white rice eating machine, man. Just, he is the definition of a quince. Those, those are no. just simplified carbs. It's all sugar. It's like nom, 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 nom. just put some yeah. soy sauce on. Just salt and put some butter on it. <laughs> I'll put some butter on it. Let's put some salt and fat on the rice. Okay, here makes we. it good for you. Uh, He's not gonna have rice and cheese, unfortunately. So uh, you know, they're not big on cheese over there. No. Them, them, them Chinese have to pay them lots of money. <laughs> Netflix, they want to be seen as like a movie studio. Right. They want to be seen as like you want. They want you to be like Warner Brothers, Disney, Paramount. Amazon's doing a better job of that than they are. We just saw Cold Wars. Yeah. Amazon, uh, Roma. Being nominated for Best Picture, Best Foreign Film, and a bunch of stuff. Netflix is the first movie to do that. Big deal for Netflix. Amazon Studios has been doing that for a few years now. Yeah. Cold War nominated itself. So, you know, Amazon Studios is ahead of Netflix on that. So, Amazon Studios wants the same thing, but Netflix wants to be seen as like a movie producer. We are one of these people. They have to make better movies. Then stop producing fucking IO. That no. helps. That, that helps. shit. What, is that a show or a movie? It was a movie. It was a movie. Now, the, the best part was Anthony Mackie was in it, and I thought, oh, this would be cool. I like Anthony fucking, Mackie. Uh, yeah, fuck, I the Mackie. Falcon yeah, with yeah, yeah. A, a leading role. No, no, you don't really know much about him. It just kind of... He just kind of shows up and it's gone. Just kinda so sucked. disappointed by Io, huh? Yeah, uh, yeah. Goddamn Netflix disappointed. And then, of course, you had you had Bird Box, where everybody was like, oh, cool, this is what the, the Bird, happening could have been. Bird Box was just good enough for people to be talking about it. Yeah, you know. just good enough for people to notice it, and it's Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock oh, and, and the memes were great. As long as you weren't actually driving the your memes car. made Bird Box more popular than the movie itself. No. They got lucky. How the fuck the did memes. the bird survive? Because it because uh, it, it has knew. a box. Because it doesn't have eyes. But in in the rapids, and it has a box. Oh, in the rapids, because it's a breathing. <laughs> yeah, underwater. Yeah. That's a bird breathing underwater. <laughs> um... <laughs> Wait, it's like Sam Sam Witwicky. Would you want to hear my impression of a bird breathing underwater? Yes. That's good. (laughs) Good job. Throwback. Netflix is joining the MPAA. (gasps) Then don't make IO ever good. There you go. So the MPAA is a. I'll say Polar is good. Sorry. Polar. Polar. You're drinking Polar. Polar. Oh, but I'm, I watched that movie last night. Polar is um, one of those assassin movies. Or... Who's no? Who's in it though? I just saw someone did the Crespo Hundo 2019 a tweet about it, uh, and liked Can't it. Remember. I think Vanessa um, Hudgens is in it. I know uh, that. Oh yeah, she's been trying to make it happen um, and failing the entire time. Yeah, yeah sort of, sort of failing. Um, she was fine in Sucker Punch, which is not a very good movie. I mean, she was fine. She was also Sucker. fine Sucker. in Fury Road, but that was a great movie, and she did close to nothing. That's right. She was just in the backseat of a car for most of the yep. part, and then uh, yeah, the other girls got to do more. So um, they're joining the MPAA. So all the studios they have representatives that they pay to watch all the movies, and then they're all they're supposed to be parents, all of them, and uh, they're supposed to cycle them out after every few years. It's a great documentary about the process. Yep called um, This Film Is Not Yet Rated. You can check that out. And uh, Netflix is joining that group. They're going to have their own rep there. And uh, that means more of their movies because if you watch their movies, sometimes yeah. they're rated R. Sometimes they're rated TVMA. Yeah. And it's like, what, what is the what are they decision? Doing here? Why, what is what? Who is the why? Is so maybe what they'll the be, problem, man? So maybe they'll be more uniform with that kind of stuff. Maybe that's part of it. So it's part of them trying to get more recognition from the actual film industry by actually buying into the system more. Now, the MPAA causes problems. It's uh, They're not no. perfect. Nope. <clears throat> but it's, it's a... Better, it's, it's better a, than... Better than government. It's a know. self-censorship board. It's better than having someone else. You know, at least... You know, it's still... It's got problems, but it's better than the alternative. Yeah, I mean, you know, rape and stuff is okay for PG-13, but mm-hmm. uh, saying, or saying the word fuck. <laughs> or seeing a goddamn nipple. Yeah. Rape is good for PG-13. Apparently. I'm, I'm sure if there's no titties or ass shown... If it's like over the clothes rape. Implied rape. That's the name of this episode. <laughs> there we go. Oh, it's, it's Implied. Welcome to Cinema Crespo episode 
316, implied rape. Austin 316 says implied rape. Yeah. Yes. It's the, okay for PG-13 movies. The Lord doth save. Lucia Beer Week brings you implied... Oh, 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 oh. Let's imp- back. <laughs> <laughs> implied beer drinking goodness. <laughs> Drink responsibly. Uber there and home. <laughs> We're all about positive messaging yeah. here, Ed. Come on, buddy. Come on, dude. Come on, baby. <laughs> maybe, this, uh, maybe this audio will get lost, too. And we'll just no, listen. no. Fuck that. We'll just release a 10-minute episode that ends with Billy Lee's at the movies. And, and that's we'll, it. And we'll, all just, we'll all just go home. I'm drinking this. We'll uh, fail. Moments over this motherfucker is we'll, delicious. We'll, we'll just call it a day. These are some good <laughs> beers you brought us, Ed. Thank you, it's sir. It's done. Mm. We lose. That's good stuff. Um, okay, Richard E. Grant. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite character actors. Uh, if you see his face, he's a type of guy. It's like, oh, that, that guy. guy. Um, he is in Star Wars Episode Nine, The J.J. Abrams Star Kid Episode Nine. The J.J. Abrams. And he has some funny, interesting quotes here about the level of security that goes into making these movies. Or lack thereof. Oh, my God, Drew. Richard E. Grant says, it's extraordinary. Because he's English. Extraordinary. Mm. Extraordinary. Yeah. He was like, extraordinary. 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 They don't give you a script. You have to go to a room where there are bodyguards outside, closed-circuit television cameras, and it's printed on crimson pages so you can't photograph it. You have to read it in there and then leave. Then he says on the actual set, they give you a cloak over your head because apparently they have drones going over Pinewood Studios so they try and take photographs of, who's who. of what people are playing. Yes, exactly, so... Extreme secrecy. You got to go to a room, a bodyguarded room, to read the script and red pages, and then walk around with the shit over your face. Extraordinary. You think they would have some sort of a no-fly zone drone thing? Yeah, no. That's wrong with drones, man. They're, yeah. they're small. They, they just pop up everywhere. Well, like, uh, you can't fly, fly one near an airport. It won't let you. Like, Who's they won't let you? What well, do you mean they uh, won't well, let you? You can, uh, but then you have people knocking on your door like, exactly. probably within a couple hours. No. There was one, uh, or no, this was, I guess he had a a full set and everything it was computer controlled it wouldn't let or we I had did an event at a airplane or a hangar yeah mm-hmm. one time like way toward the other side of the airport yeah it wouldn't let him fly the drone at all because it was like you are in a no fly zone oh, yeah, oh, there we go like, that's cool out of here. yeah uh, they should put more, those up around prisons. You need an analog drone. We get an analog drone that's just like a basket connected to a balloon, and you get in the basket, mm-hmm. and you fly it. It's called analog, a hot air, hot balloon. air balloon. All right, there we go. We solved their problem, gentlemen. We <laughs> solved their problem with the hot air balloon. <laughs> um, Movie Pass is relaunching. Movie Pass. Movie Pass is back, but they're relaunching with their unlimited program. That was Movie Pass. Their fake unlimited program, where it's like three a week, uh, which is, comes out to 12 a month. Which is, you know, more than people can, most people can see, right? It's not one a day, and but with prices that are more reasonable. $16 a month, $20 a month for the different tiers. So they're introducing tiered prices, more movies. The initial um, hedge fund company, Matheson and Helios, I think they're out. Um, whoever is left over, they're taking the, the AMC A-Stubs model. Or the Cinemia mm-hmm. uh, movie pass. They're taking those models. Or Regal's movie pass that they have in in Europe. Taking, Why don't we have it here? I know, Regal. Get on it. We need that shit. And uh, so, movie pass. Not dead. They're going to be gone soon enough. Not, not, maybe. Maybe yep. they'll they yeah. have just enough subscribers to stick around as a barely functioning company. I hope not. doesn't take that much. I just wanted them to fail. I want it to be over. I want, oh, I mean, I want the charade to finally be over. They did, pretty, they did pretty poorly. Yeah, but fortunately, it's over, and we don't have to. Mm-hmm. We don't have to worry about it. Well, I had a good couple of months on Movie Pass. I had a good two months, I think, on Movie Pass. I saw, I think, thirteen movies, and they'll cost me about forty bucks. There you go. Hmm. So I definitely you got, saved money. I definitely yeah. got my money's worth for sure. Hmm. Actually, I gotta check to see if I ever got that credit. Mm. Probably not. Maybe not. They probably even renewed your subscription even after you canceled. They did that, yo. The people, uh, I checked. I didn't get the email. It only happened to people who got a certain email that said, you have to click down here to re-unsubscribe. And uh, I never got that. Oh. So, no. Or maybe it went straight to your spam folder. God damn it. I forgot to check my spam. Spam, spam, spam. I only have like 3,000 messages in there, so it should be no problem. Of course not. Like finding a haystack and a needle. Oh yes. man, it's my favorite episode of SpongeBob SquarePants, where uh, it's called Pre-Hibernation Week, and Sandy the Squirrel. The week before she hibernates, she does all these extreme sports. One of them is finding the hay in the needle snack, 
uh, and another one is uh, like extreme sledding of some sort. And then every time they do one of these games, they play Pantera's uh, was, Death Rattle. Yeah. Actually, it's it's called Prehibernation. The song. Pre- no, it's called Death Rattle. It's a Death no, Rattle. They song. actually are on the soundtrack. I was about to mention this. Well, they call Pant- it on the soundtrack Prehibernation. It's like uh, yeah, it's, it's like ten seconds of Death Rattle. That's true. But then it, ke- it keeps going over and over in a loop. So that's how they got to call. That's all it is. <laughs> I have and it. Then all, it dude. And then it's filmed someone saying death rattle shakes. Yeah. Like, dude, 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 like, why is this a cartoon? <laughs> Kids. Yes, that's what that's what that's why Pantera's on it. Death rattle shakes. Do, 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 do. And then it even says at the beginning it says Pantera just with the flaming It's just like yeah. Didn't they do the intro for that for that episode as well? No, they just have going having their guitar sound effect over the the Pantera logo. But they did put it in the intro. Yeah, music by Pantera. Very funny. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, and, and I actually do have it on my phone. Just of course now. you do, Ed. Of course you, you metal fan, you. See? Yeah, there we go. Spongebob. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I turned the media or the media sound down because it's just... That's it right there. Some wankery. Hold on, well, this go. part is the wankery, yeah. And then death rattle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, you gotta have a little bit of Dimebag Daryl in a in, in every in your cartoon. Life. I think in every cartoon, oh, they're gonna say cartoons. I think you should have a little bit of Dimebag Daryl in every cartoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let me see. We're at fifty minutes, and it's just after three o'clock. I have people here in under half an hour, so unfortunately, we do have to cut the show short. I apologize, everyone, for the short show for three sixteen. But you know what? Um, this is free. You're welcome. Yeah. Thank you. It's not like this is the Patreon. Sign up for the Patreon and give us money so we can update our equipment to make sure things like this don't happen again in the future. So you don't miss out on the audio gold that we pre-recorded. Man, that was some good stuff. Man. Yeah, it I was know. so sacrilegious. It was good stuff. Yeah, I mean, I went into detail on my Terminator Two movie. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. good stuff. Hulkinator Two. We, yeah. we really broke that one down and figured it I, out. I was referred Shout to as a prophet. Joe. You are the prophet. Yes. You know? That's the one there previously <laughs> on Cinema Crest Free. So you, you called Endgame years ago, apparently. I did. Both, and uh, Infinity, Infinity War. War. Yeah, and apparently. War. That was uh, the episode we did with Ross McCoy. That's how long that album was. So, uh, wow. All right, there we go. That's the end of 316. Thank you, Ed, for joining us. Thank you for the beers. No problem. Tomoka beer. Tomoka 316 the, 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 says the drink it. says drink it. And uh, yeah, also from your, your private stash. the uh, Terrapin Wake and Bay. That was yeah, good stuff. Fantastic. Drew, thank you so much. You're very welcome. Thank you for downloading listening. We appreciate it. We'll be back next week with 317 with Anne-Marie from uh, Odd Elixir and Volusia Beer Week. We'll be talking about some mead, Drew. Hell yeah. yeah. I'm ready. Like Viking. Yeah. All right. Yeah. A PFT Media Production.